Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hump Day. Welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. And I am your host, Monica Lee. I hope everybody's having an amazing, absolutely amazing, wonderful week so far. We are halfway through and almost into May, darling. May. Can you believe it? I'm still thinking, what did I do for New Year's Eve? Oh, yeah, I was in bed at 8 o'clock like I always am. But time is flying. Time is flying, and May is Masturbation Month. Isn't that wonderful? We get a whole month to celebrate self-pleasure and self-love. And, you know, it's just like Steak and Blowjob Day. It's just like Valentine's Day (laughs) and Christmas and fucking Halloween. It should be every day. Whether you're single or in a relationship we should always be practicing self-love, mutual self-love. That's always delicious is to mutually masturbate with someone, I'm just saying. But tonight I have Jennifer. She has been with me before, and I am so grateful that she decided to come on air with me tonight. I'm a little off schedule. Last week I was with High Fever and No Voice. As you can tell, it's coming back. Thank you, Steroids. And so, yeah, last week should have been the guys' night, and tonight should have been the Golden Girls. And the Golden Girls are on vacation, so it's kind of a free-for-all. But I thought, you know what, let's close out April with a bang and talk about toys and self-pleasure and how to talk dirty. Because I get a lot of women message me that their man wants them to talk dirty and they don't know how or they don't feel comfortable doing that. Or I get their men that say, you know, how can I get my woman to open up and tell me what she wants? You know, some, and I don't like the word pussy. I prefer to use more mm. colorful names to make it fun. But there's the always July, that The 4th of July, right? The 4th of July. <laughs> but, you know, there are some times when you want to lean over in his ear and say that word in such a way. Even the word fuck. I don't like to use the word fuck in a malicious way. But a good fuck me now is always good. Or, you know, it. it, it women tend to think, oh, my God, no, because then he'll want it all the time. So what? So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Jennifer, how are you? Welcome to Front Porch. Thank you, ma'am. I'm doing well. I can't believe it's been a month already. Yeah, <laughs> it actually month. has. It actually has. Oh, my it's, goodness. That's, well, actually not quite. It's been a few weeks because, oh, okay. uh, yeah, we were supposed, we, it was me and you, and then last week should have been the guys. So, it, yeah, it just seems, it just seems like that. Close enough. <laughs> right. So how are you? I think you? this is interesting. This doing great, doing great. I'm, I love the topic tonight because, you know, having, as I've told you before, having been raised Catholic, um, you know, masturbation is always frowned upon. It's a sin, and so with that, you know, there was not a whole lot of talk about that in the house, and there was certainly not a lot of talk about how to talk sexy or dirty or whatever to your man. So it was always. It wasn't really something I ever wanted to bounce off of of a girlfriend, or it really wasn't until I got into my 40s that I thought, you know what, how do you do this? And I just started researching, and I can tell you girls, whatever you do, do not go get a porno and think that that's what your man wants to hear. It's not. It's not because you don't want to hear that. It's not real, and you know they're trying to. Right. They're trying to get fucked, literally, and they're trying to look at the camera and bite their lip and look so seductive, and say "fuck me, baby," yeah, right there. And 
and sometimes bless their little hearts, they can't do all three at the same time. So I know when it's, you know, just go with it. I can always get the porno. Go, you know, start out, maybe send a text. You know, you know, right. you have that courage behind the screen. And and maybe that's what you need to do to start out with. But, you know, I wrote a piece one time and I've spoken on this quite a few times to, to women when I do workshops and seminars and I'll tell them, you know, it's not so much about talking dirty. It's feeling sexy. Because when you feel sexy, those words are just, they're just going to flow. And, you know, when I'm trying to get to know someone and I'm trying to get close to them and, and get my flirt on with them, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying my hardest to turn you on and talk a little sexier and get a little closer and maybe rub up against you and whisper, you know, to an, a point where they have to lean into me. And, you know, you have, you can't just talk dirty. you got to feel it. You've got to. Right embrace it and know I'm a fucking goddess I'm a sexy goddess and I want to turn you on I want you to melt in my hands you know this is what I want and so many women are (laughs) are afraid to speak (laughs) their minds in the right way they're all about you know talking trash and smack and you're going to do this for me and you're going to do that but buy me this purse well, why can't you talk in another way, a little bit more seductive? And I bet you he will buy you that purse. I'm just saying, I don't know. Never happened to me. Well, I've got a great, I've got a great example. Great example. Now that I think about it, so I told you that I had seen this guy for a while. We no longer talk. I don't really know why, but the other day, um, I decided I would pleasure myself, and I was thinking about him. <laughs> So this is a, a nice, a simple way to, and I've seen him before when we were talking. So and I, I know what kind of reaction it gets because I've I've sent a similar text and been in the middle of a conversation and you know knew the reaction. So I knew this got a reaction. I didn't need to hear back from him. But here's exactly the text that I sent him. It says, "I totally need a hug that turns into an ice cube being run down your belly, ending in a blowjob." However. You can't come until I'm being bent over the couch. But since you aren't talking to me, I'm just thinking out loud. Enjoy your day. Exactly. That's what, the, that's what it's about. That's exactly what it's about. You know, it's, it's putting it out there. You know, and a lot of times right. talking dirty doesn't even have to be so descriptive. It's, you know, maybe send one word every 30 minutes. And let him, you know, in a text, and let him put the words together. Right. You know, keep him visual. Exactly. And, you know, just need to see it. Yes, and knowing that he's got a raging boner at work because right. I'm causing that, and he's having a little trouble up up in the front, given the meeting, because I know he's trying to think <laughs> about what I'm doing or what's coming next or what he's going to go home to. That is hot for me. That is a huge turn on for me. Yeah. That is being my goddess power right there. You know, and that is something as simple as I've sent, you know, a, him a text before when we were seeing each other, you know, a simple text in the middle of the day. It said, um, ice cubes or candle wax. Yeah. It, you know, well, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, I need you to bend me over. It could be as simple as ice cubes or candle wax, or, you know, just send him a text, you know, Ice cube, I would like to run an ice cube down your belly or just anything simple. It doesn't have to be just so he gets a picture of something that's seductive and it's you doing it. Um, exactly. You know, I think and girls it, get it, it, this idea that it's got to be extravagant and it doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. I have, you know, there was one guy pretty special. Um, it was you. Standing, me, knees, looking up. Remember? You know? And, and he didn't respond, so I don't know if he got the message or he was just so <laughs> But we talk about that now, and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? But, right. you know, 
we tend to make things so difficult and we really don't have to. It doesn't, I mean, sometimes it just takes those, those baby steps to express yeah. yourself. Yeah. And once you do, it's so, lib- and you know, <laughs> what was that movie? Uh, Trainwreck where she was actually wanting him. I think it was John Cena or whatever his name is. Um, was on top of her and she was like, talk dirty to me, just just talk dirty to me. And he's like, um, protein shakes and um, <laughs> he was talking about, you know, fitness stuff and he got right, himself right. off and he came so hard and she's like, oh my God, just get off. Oh yeah, I, I came, you know? And, you know, <laughs> you have to just both let go and it goes both ways. There are some guys who just don't know how to, and sending a dick pic is not talking dirty. Yeah, it's not talking dirty. Please stop don't, stop sending those things. You know, that oh, guy that I was saying, he didn't really know how to talk. He didn't know how to, I mean, he just didn't know how to, to talk like that. You know, whereas I met a guy on a dating app, you know, we were just messaging back and forth, and he sent me, one of the very first messages he sent me um, was, I would, you know, I'd like for you to, be at my we're standing he painted a picture you know we're standing on the balcony of my apartment overlooking downtown and I walk up behind you brush your hair to the side kiss you on the back of your neck and press up against you you know it it doesn't even have to have a dirty word in it and I was sidetracked all day (laughs) all day I couldn't concentrate on anything so I mean it's it could be the simplest of things and it can come out of nowhere, and I think the ones that come out of nowhere, if you've not ever said anything before, make it simple. Make it something like that, like, you know, you're standing in the kitchen. Uh, the one time I sent him, a, uh, the guy I was seeing a text, I said, uh, you yeah, know, I was getting off of work, and I was going over there, and I said, what you should do is answer the, answer the uh, door with nothing on. And, I mean, that was enough to get him interested and excited, and literally when I got there, he was standing there in a towel. <laughs> well, you know, every, every morning I wake up and my inbox, and these are people that I don't know, you know, they'll send messages to my face, my personal Facebook. They will send messages to my Twitter. They will send messages to my Instagram. And they will send messages to my fan pages <clears throat> with dick pics. And I'm like, oh, you know, and people are like, don't accept, you know, their friendship. Uh, they're not my friends. They're, you know, I'm, right. I'm, I get an email from people asking me questions. I never know what's in there. Open until it I, up and it's a, yeah. So dick pic. those are guys, guys, stop. Those are not, that's not sexy talk. It's disgusting. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not, you know, to me, send me a picture of your face. I am, you know, send me a picture of you reading a book because mm-hmm. I'm a sexual and that shit right there was just ooh, or living dead in the camera I've got one picture that he sent I guess a couple months ago before we stopped seeing it. he's looking dead in the camera and I knew he was sending it for me because I had said something to him that day I want to see a picture of your face and he sent me a picture with glasses on sunglasses I'm like well that defeated the whole purpose I can't see your eyes knucklehead so mm-hmm. he sent me another one and it was him looking dead into the camera with a smirk on his face you know like how about this you know, and melted me. Melt. <laughs> so, you know, the ones that get me know. are they're laying in bed and they're holding their cocks. Who's taking the picture? That's what I want to know. They're not, I mean, one hand is behind their head and one hand is on them. Who in the hell Who's taking, is taking that picture? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> But uh, that's, I don't think I want to know. That's besides, that's, you know, that's not dirty talk. Unless you're in a relationship and you guys are, you know, that's your thing and that's what you like right. to do, then by all means, send a picture of your 4th of July and your loved one and, and enjoy it. Um, but but when send you it don't to the girl know, you just met. <laughs> or don't send it to the girl you don't even fucking know. Because <laughs> you're never going to get a chance to know me. And I just right. respond, I'm not a talent scout, and I block and delete. You know, I'm going to have the last right. word on that. <laughs> oh, but, my goodness. You know, 
women need to embrace their sexuality. And it goes back again to embracing their sexuality and owning it. You know, I want yeah. you to do yeah. this to me. I'm going to own it. I didn't stutter. I want you to do that to me. You know, and again, it doesn't have to be so graphic. It doesn't have to be so um, vulgar. A lot of people think that talking mm-hmm. dirty has vulgar, and especially in bed. To me, I mean, yeah, yeah there could be some talk, like, you know, you should already know, grab my hair, spank my ass, you know? <laughs> right. Don't but ask even, you know, And I think girls are, girls are afraid to, uh, you know, say they don't want to hurt a guy's feelings or their ego. And I get that guys' egos are really fragile. And so with my experience with, you know, a jackrabbit, I was like, um, we're not in a hurry. Do you have a date? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it, that got the point across, you know, make it fun. And he was he was one that would ask me, want to turn over? <laughs> no, yeah. I want you to just slap me on the ass and be like, turn over. Yeah. You don't have to I mean, ask. I appreciate you being polite, but after the first few times, you should just smack me on the ass and say, turn over, or, you know, you don't have to ask me, want to turn over by the sixth time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's really, it shouldn't be so orchestrated. Sex should not be orchestrated. And I think when people are sexting before they actually meet um, or, or doing the phone sex thing before they actually meet, sometimes it is mind-blowing. When you actually meet, there's a connection there, and you actually are going to have physical sex and it's not sexing and it's not phone. And sometimes a majority of the time, like 80% of the time you have created this scenario in your head of how it should be because you have that behind the screen courage. He's got the behind the scene courage and and you've had the phone sex, you've had the flirting with the sexting, and then when it actually happens, it's awkward, and you have yeah. now set yourself up for this orchestrated circular, <laughs> you know, sex scene that happens in the. And you find in yourself in missionary position doing nothing else. <laughs> and you find exactly you find yourself that it's lasted two minutes. She didn't come. He came too quick whatever the situation may be, and you have set yourself up. So I, I I tend to tell people it's okay to flirt, but if, if you're looking for an actual relationship, don't do that just yet because you're, you're kind of setting yourself up. And I know there's a lot of women out there that will drop a man in a heartbeat because – he wasn't great in bed. I know a lot of men out there who will drop a woman in a heartbeat because she wasn't great in bed. And that first time is always a bit awkward. You know, yeah. you don't, it, it's, it, sometimes it just happens and you're both so excited and overstimulated from all of the phone conversations that you've had that it's like, oh, it's over. <laughs> wasn't what I thought. Right. So, Right. You know, you can practice your, your 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 flirting, but I would, you know, and people that I've told this to, they're they'll try it on the next time with the next person, and they're like, that was so much better. There wasn't any yeah. expectations. I didn't set myself up for failure um, because, face it, as humans, we expect a certain thing, and or we expect things in return, and it doesn't always happen. Maybe it was just an off night for him. Right. Maybe it's an off night right. for you. Maybe you're bloated. You're feeling bloated and not so <laughs> not so well, great. Too, you know, when you're when you're meeting people on a like on a dating app, I think it's really important and I know this from experience because I'm I'm on a dating app and I think it's really important to have a face to face meeting as soon as possible. Don't spend, you know, three weeks messaging or texting or anything, you know. A, get on the phone and at least have a phone call so you can hear the other person's voice, and B, a face-to-face meeting to find out if there's anything there, I mean, if there's any chemistry there, because you can have all kinds of chemistry texting back and forth, but 
if there's nothing there in person, then you've just wasted, everybody's wasted two, three weeks of their time. And exactly. it could all be avoided. Exactly. And, and you know, it, yeah. And I and feel bad. person where it all happens anyway. Yeah. And I feel bad because it just seems, and I get a lot of women that will message me and they're like, everything was great. We were texting back and forth. We were talking back and forth on the phone. We met up. We had sex, and there's nothing there anymore. And I'm like, sadly, well, we live in a society. Sex with them. You know, sadly, we live in a society. Well, you know, she's all in love with because women have emotional sex. We yeah, we think you know, there's the sexting going on. There's the flirting going on. There's the good morning, beautiful going on. There's the you know, good night, baby, sweet dreams going on, that there's a relationship in the process of blossoming. And and it goes both ways. I'm not just saying, guys, yeah. do this, do it too. That it's just, okay, we had sex, there's nothing else. It, yeah. It's just a lot. And it goes back to every other show that I've done was, if that's all you want, then be open and honest. Because you might be surprised. Well, what am I just saying? Okay, that's all I want too. I don't have time yeah. for a relationship. But going back to the talking dirty, girlfriends, go go at your own pace. Don't make it so no. awkward. Don't force it. If it's not there, it's not there. And it's not cute. You know, it, your guy's not going to be turned on if he thinks that you're being very robotic talking like this. Yeah, baby, right there. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But also don't think. But also, you know, I, I don't want women to think that they can't learn to do that because you can absolutely learn to to talk dirty. Yeah, and, I you know, tell like them said, call your girlfriend. Of it. I tell them if you are too too shy to do it with your man, call your best girlfriend up and practice with each other. You know, and and right. and and go from there. I have plenty of women that call me and they're like. Um, can can I practice with you? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous. Let's do this. Let's practice. You know, I mean, I have no shame when it comes to that because I want everybody to have the sex lives that they want, and even, you know, right. talking dirty or walking a certain way or talking a certain way and having that self confidence and having that self esteem because. You know, when I say you're in your goddess power, there's so much more to being in your goddess power. That's just talking dirty is just one little minute aspect of it. You know, there's so much more to it. But tonight I'm talking about that. And since we're going into May, it is, you know, May is National Master Bation Month. And, you know, back, way, back, way, back, way, back, way, back, way back in a day, women were told that they had no such thing as a libido. They were told it's all in your head. They were told there's no such thing as you to have a sex drive. You are there to please your man, lay there like a starfish, let him put his penis into your vagina, and that's it. And so... These women were getting frustrated. They were getting dizzy. They were feeling anxious and moody and all this other stuff. And they were diagnosed with hysteria. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and these doctors, you know, they would go to their doctors and be like, oh, my God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, I, I'm just not myself. And I feel like I'm going crazy. And I'm having these feelings down there. And I don't know what to do about it. And so these doctors would apply vegetable oil and rub one out for them. And these doctors would complain now because they were now suffering from issues of carpal tunnel and issues with numbness in their hands from having to rub these women out, you know, because one, it was like instantaneous relief for them because they were sexually frustrated, but they weren't supposed to have those kind of feelings because they didn't have any sex. They weren't supposed to have sex drives. So one doctor thought, you know what, I've I've got to figure something out. And he was actually the first doctor that came up with the sex toy, with the very first vibrator. It was electric, and yes, there were some people that were electrocuted and killed, 
but yep. it saved the doctors in their hands. <laughs> and they and they named it hysteria. And there's a there's actually a movie out there about it. And now we've come so far that we can have toys, we can, you know, as as a single woman, we can please ourselves. You know, and and yeah, that's what single girls do is when we're not out on a date or having sex with someone, we grab our toys and we have fun. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. It gives you that chance to explore. It gives you that chance to know what you like and what your body wants. I mean, don't you agree? I do, and I want dog guys to know that there's no chance in hell that a vibrator is ever going to replace you. So please stop exactly. feeling like like it's, <laughs> like it's some sort of, you know, competition. Two totally different things. You're never going to be replaced by a vibrator. I promise. <laughs> I know. You know, I I when I hear that, I'm thinking, oh, but darling. Vibrator's not going to cuddle with me or hold me or stroke my hair. I can't lay my head on its chest because it doesn't have one because it's just a plastic penis. You know, it's not going to turn me over and spank my butt or pull my hair or or whatever. It's just going to serve its purpose, and that's it. So, you know, and I tell guys, hey, Pull it out, you know, for her and and use it with her. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I I got an email from a guy a couple of weeks ago, and his wife gets so mad at him when he masturbates because she thinks that it's, it's, first, that it's wrong, And second, that it's because she's not pleasing him. And according to him, you know, they have sex once a month, maybe. And he has a very high sex drive. So he's like, I wind up, you know, jacking off at work or um, in the park or wherever. And she has resorted to checking his underwear to see if he... Oh, my God. If there's any residual. I was going to say that I can understand her being upset with that, but if you're only putting out once a month and he's pleasing himself, there's a complete difference between a guy masturbating and a girl masturbating. A guy doesn't really have to unless she's not putting out. I mean, if you're putting out that the point of a guy to have sex is to come. That's, I mean, that's the point. That's not necessarily the point for a girl. Like we were talking earlier, girls are more emotional. It's There's more of an emotional connection. Now, would I like to have an orgasm every time? Absolutely. Am I going to? No, but I'm okay with that because I can always make sure I do that on my own. But I want to. to be mild. Come on. I want to, and I'm very in tune with my body, and I know exactly what I need to do, you know, and, and connect. I mean, just the sound of a man's voice that I'm with, is enough to get me going and have me on the edge ready for climax. That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. But I tell women, you know, don't don't be so on lockdown with him because guys have tend to have very high sex drives. They have testosterone yes. flowing through their veins. That they can't help that, and sometimes they. And need his to. only purpose for sex is to is to ejaculate. That's his only purpose. That's a guy's pretty much a guy's only purpose is to come. That's why I said you know guys and girls are so different, and she just has to understand that he's not doing it because he's doing it because he has to <laughs> because he needs he needs that release. Well, yeah. they need that release. I mean that they they wake up with you know a boner, and that's because at night. Their brain shut our, you know, our brain literally shut off, you know, and she would get so mad because he would wake up with a heart on. But, and I was like, let me break it down for you and you can tell her to call me or, you know, I'll explain it to her or you can explain it to her. But, you know, guys, 
Well, you know, when we go to sleep, our brain, that part of our brain shuts off, especially for guys, that part of the brain shuts off and, and, and doesn't keep the penis in check saying, oh, look at those tits. Look at that ass. Don't get hard, though. Just look, but don't get hard. That part of the brain goes to sleep. So if the sheet grazes the tip of the penis, if the ceiling fan is blowing <laughs> off it, <laughs> you know, whatever, but you know, they're going to wake up with a boner plus all that testosterone builds up in the morning. And yeah, they wake up with a raging boner and there's nothing wrong with that. So girlfriends, before you start judging your man and thinking he's having some affair in dreamland, it's not, there's scientific (laughs) proof for it. Call me. I will talk you through it, sister. And that's an opportune moment for you to pull the covers back and climb him like a tree. Climb him like a tree and get his, you know, groove going, get your groove going. And it's better than coffee. It'll put you in a good mood. There's no better way to start a day. No, I can assure you there's no better way to start a day. Then sex, coffee, and okay, let's add in bacon, but sex and coffee for sure. That's the best way to start a day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it puts you in a good mood. And, sure you know, it, it gives you that extra pep in your staff. Or even, you know, reach over, since we're talking about masturbation, reach over and give them a hand job. You know, while. And you're talking about getting him going for the day and what he's got going. And it's all about the tease, girlfriend. So, you know, guys, I think a guy who owns his sexuality and is not ashamed to say, yep, I do it. I think that's great. I think women that do the same and own it, you know, I think it's fabulous because it's it's not like we can go out and say, you know, for those women that have very high sex drives, you know, we can't just go out and say, okay. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but, right, you know. Be a whore. <laughs> yeah, you know, then you talk slut shaming and, you know, nobody right. was. That's a whole nobody, other topic. That's a whole other, other show <laughs> right there. We talked about that last month. <laughs> yeah. And it still just baffles me that, you know, you get shamed. I mean, today, you know. I got shamed for being 43 and and <laughs> I was told that women in their forties are no fun and they're difficult to date. And, and I'm like, Oh my God, really? I can run circles around you. I will do things to you that will make you want to go and crawl back inside your mother's vagina and suck your thumb. You know, I was being the PTA mom. That's his problem. I, well, you know, again, you know, it shouldn't be about age. It should be about the soul. You know, souls know no age. We, <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you are. Because, I mean, if you vibe with someone, you vibe with them. And to sit there and discriminate against a certain age group, that's, I mean, you know, the thing of it is, is that, there's certain things you can change, and there's things you can't. You can't change your age. And this is coming what from a guy. he was older than you? Yeah, this is coming from a guy who was in his late 40s. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm thinking to myself, and, you know, I everybody is fabulous. Everybody is absolutely fabulous. But I'm at an age where I don't want any more children. Or I don't mean that to sound ugly, but... I'm not going to be birthing any more children in this lifetime. Nope. I have one son. He's 25. I'm not starting over. I'm just doing it for practice now. <laughs> <laughs> At your age, that's right. I'm just doing it for practice because ain't no and more then, babies coming out of this one. <laughs> and then when you say you don't want any more children, then guys get offended and they're like, oh, well, I've got children that, you know, that are still in school. I'm not saying I don't want your children, I'm just saying that there is not going right. to be a baby coming out of my vagina. Right. I'm not I'm not at that point anymore. So I'm not going to date or put myself in 
a situation where I'm going to date a man who doesn't have children and wants right. children or who has children and wants more children. I am perfectly happy helping. I mean, if something were to come up with a relationship, I'm perfectly happy, you know, being a helpmate or being a stepmom, right. loving your children, if it came to that. But as far as <laughs> having kids, the whole reason I that. Mine, we're not having ours. Exactly. <laughs> That's my thing. Brought, we can have I yours, brought, we can have mine. Yeah, we're not having <laughs> ours. Exactly. You know, and the whole reason I brought that up with is because, you know, usually guys that are in their late 40s and early 50s, they are at that point where they don't want any, and they've got to really be careful about dating women of a certain age that want children. And they put themselves out there. I was talking to a guy that just turned 57. Kids are graduated from high school, and he is dating a 23-year-old and got her pregnant. Oh, my gosh. That makes me sick. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I said, well, you're going to raise another child. Right. And when you're 70-something, you're going to walk into that gymnasium, and you're going to celebrate graduation. (laughs) That's what you're going to do. And he's like, oh, my God. You know, and, and I just tell people. Several times I've done this in the past few weeks because I've done several. It seems like they come in certain in ways where it's the same thing. And, you know, um, don't put yourself in a situation in dating where if you know you're in a long-distance relationship or you want to try a long-distance relationship and you're not going to move or he's not going to move, don't do it, Mabel. Because you're right. just setting yourself up. You know, don't put yourself in a situation where there, somebody's going to have to move. Or don't think that if they don't, if they want, you know, one wants a child and the other one doesn't, that they're going to change their mind. Yeah, there's a chance that maybe later on down the line it can happen. But sometimes you're just setting yourself up for some serious heartbreak. And so I don't even yeah. put myself in that position. And I well, I won't even, if, if a guy doesn't know what a BCR is or know that McDonald's Big Macs used to come in styrofoam, you're too young. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're just too young. <laughs> Not happening. You know, if you don't know that McDonald's used to be served in a, in a styrofoam earth-killing contraption or that what a VCR is, we, we just don't, don't even ask me for my number. I know. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. VHS or beta? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I know. It, I, it, it just comes down to be open and honest, and you know, put yourself in a light that don't compromise and don't settle. And yeah. so me being in my forties. And the whole reason I brought up the whole children thing was because I know what I want. And when I'm dating someone, I, you know, this guy, I'm like, you ain't got to worry about me getting pregnant because I'm not going to. Right. And, you know, my kid is grown. So um, I pretty much can do what I want. Okay. There's Elvis Presley I've got to attend to. And most of the time he's with me everywhere that I go. But. You know, don't knock a woman in her 40s, you know, because women in our 40s are now, we are wiser. We know what we want. We've been through the bullshit. We can see through the bullshit games. And I think that's why guys feel a little intimidated, because if there's any hope of them trying to play a game, we can see right through it. Although there are some people who like to play along with it or just play stupid and want to think, okay, it's okay to allow these games. That's a whole other show right there, allowing games. I'm just all over the place tonight, aren't I? Don't (laughs) don't get me going on the games and stupid people. Yeah, I I just, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, people, if you allow (laughs) the games to keep happening, guess what? It's going to keep happening. 
And if and, you're an active participant in it, and just remember karma's a bitch. If you are an active participant in game playing and bullshit, karma is a bitch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's sad how <laughs> dating has, what dating has come to, what we consider relationships. Um, I'm sorry, but a friend with benefits is a relationship. You're coming over, hanging out on my couch. We're going to do our thing. We're going to go upstairs unless you're leaving or whatever. And then you're just coming over for the 20, 30, 45 hour, two, three hours just for us to get naked and do our thing. And we don't talk or anything else. But if you're coming over and I'm cooking you dinner or she's cooking you dinner, we're watching TV, we go upstairs, and you spend the night a few times a week or once a week or whatever. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's a relationship. We're just really boring people that don't go out and do anything but have sex. (laughs) Right. Right. Or you could be in the situation like I was telling you I was in. Apparently I was dating him, but he wasn't dating me. We were in a relationship, but... He didn't know it. <laughs> and you spend three or four days a week at somebody's house. Come on. And I'm cooking dinner and we're grocery shopping. That's a relationship. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> That's well, like, you know. And you're, we're at the grocery store and you're like, do, do we need this for the house? Do we need that for the house? Um, that's a relationship. <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, there's times when it is a, a true friend with Benny's when there's no communication and there's nothing and it is just yeah, phone call that says hey can I stop by and you yeah. stop by for a half an hour an hour and you head out thanks gotta go and you leave that's not hanging out three four days a week cooking dinner and Netflix <laughs> and chilling and yeah oh my god I know and, and, and I tell women you want a relationship then act like you want a relationship. The more you keep allowing that to happen, the yep. more he's going to do it. The more you allow, the more they're going to do. And it's, I yeah, tell guys the same thing too. The more you allow, the more she's going to do until you say, you know what, this isn't what I want. And sometimes it hurts like a mofo. And you just got to rip the Band-Aid off because, yeah, maybe the sex is that great. But it's not worth it to be spinning your wheel. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, even if it is great fucking sex, and wishing for a different outcome or hoping for a different outcome. Yeah, expecting a different result. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The more you allow it, the more it'll keep happening. So if you really are into this guy... And all he wants is to just come over at 10 o'clock at night and have sex and maybe spend the night but get up early and leave because he's got to go to work and then doesn't talk to you. The more you allow that, the more energy you're bringing to you that that's all you're going to have. Yep. You got to stop the cycle somewhere, darling. I mean, yeah, and same with guys. There are guys out there who keep thinking, well, maybe if we just keep buying her stuff or doing things for her or fixing her car, she'll actually fall in love with me and we'll, no, because if a girl's not, I can tell you one thing, guys, if a girl's not into you, the more you do for her, she's not going to be into you. If she's got her mind made up, she's got her mind made up. And the same thing with girls. If a guy is not, if a guy is not into you, he's just not into you. You could cook and clean and give him the most epic, wicked, awesome blowjob every night, every morning. Yeah. Because as long as you keep allowing that and allowing him to walk out the door, or, and I'm not saying you got to trap him or anything. Sometimes you just got to let go. Nine times out of ten, they'll call you back later and say, you know what, baby, I miss you. I love you, darling. Sorry, <laughs> you missed your chance. That, that boat sailed. That ship sailed. Oh, yeah. It, it's kind of textbook. You, you know, it's like, and there they go. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Yeah. 
two, one. Oh, baby, I miss you, darling. (laughs) At some point, they're going to come back, and that goes both ways. And that's when you just learn to pleasure yourself. (laughs) Exactly. You pull out your toys, and, you know, it's, it's better to be alone than wish you were alone. I'd rather be in bed with my epic toy than be next to an asshole. Yeah, be yeah. in a house and be... I would rather be by myself and alone than with somebody and alone. Exactly, because that's the absolute worst. So when I know, when I hear of couples that one's upstairs, the other one's downstairs, it truly breaks my heart. Because when yeah. when you're home... You should be together. You know, you should. And I get emotional just thinking about it because that I, I've lived that where yeah. there was a, a disconnect and he was one place and I was in the other place. I was in, you know, it, it was just, it was bad. And awful. That's yeah. Because when you're, I mean, it's bad enough you're away from each other all day long. And then you get home from work, and I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the living room, and you're in the garage doing whatever for the next six hours, you know. And then it's, hey, okay, by the way, good night. Yeah. yeah been there. And even, been there. And, and even, you know, someone's falling asleep on the couch, someone's falling asleep in the bed. And, and that, yep. that breaks my heart because there should be some and kind of connection. I wonder why filing for divorce. <laughs> yes, I, I want everybody to connect. You you don't have to have sex every night unless you want to, but go to your sacred space and hold each other and have that intimacy. And you know, again, it comes to the self exploration and the self pleasure. And you don't have to have penetration, but just feel each other's body. Just like you have to plug in your cell phone every night. You need to plug into each other. Yep. And if one person is too tired, then say, you know what? I need this release. I am going to pleasure myself. You can watch or you can roll over. But if you want to watch, mm-hmm. that's fine. That, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I encourage couples to do that. It just breaks my heart knowing that there's such a disconnect that, Everybody's doing their own thing. Sometimes welcome to social media. Yeah, sometimes you have to compromise and say, you know what, tonight I'm going to go outside with you and work in the garage with you, or just sit in the garage and watch you tinker away. Or you know what, I really don't want to watch that show, but can we compromise on watching something else together? Right. You know, or let's go out on a date, even. (laughs) God forbid. Exactly. Or (laughs) let's have a game night, whatever. But again, after being away from each other all day long, by the time you're ready to go to bed, and if you are in the same bed, you're both so exhausted that you just roll over and go to your sides of the bed. You know, what was that song by little, I think it's by little big town on your side of the bed. Oh my God, I ball every time with that song. And <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a little bit of country. I'm a little bit of rock and roll. But, you know, and to see that video just completely just, it, it it breaks my heart because what are you doing on your side of the bed? You know, right. are, you, are you awake tonight on your side of the bed? And again, I encourage people especially as we're going into May and it's masturbation month, mm-hmm. I encourage all of y'all to connect in some way. Self-pleasure. You know? Amen. Pleasure each other or watch as I think the hottest thing in the world, well, one of them at least, <laughs> is, you know, laying there. And knowing that I want to watch him because I'm very much a voyeur. I want to watch my man pleasure himself. I want to watch him, you know, from from start to finish. And I want to talk him through it. Or I want to just watch him. And maybe I want to talk him through it later. Or one night and one night just 
watch him or, or whatever the case may be because there's that's when we're both at the most vulnerable when we're allowing someone into our because a lot of people think I got to do that behind closed doors in the bathroom with the shower on so nobody hears me blah 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 <laughs> you know I can't make any noise yeah I can't make any noise and that's the best part of sex is the moans and the groans and the the yells and the oh my gods and the yes because we are allowing that sexual energy to come out and it's not trapped because what's what we start to do is we trap that sexual energy in our fifth chakra, which is our throat chakra. And then guess what? We That's where we get the shame and the guilt and all that other. And we might start to suffer from stomach issues because now it's a self-esteem thing and we are that shame and that guilt and we hold it in the third chakra, which is in our belly. And then we start to block off the second chakra, which is the sex and the power and all that other, which is, guess what, down there. So we start to throw our alignment off in our vibe. And and we put so much shame and so much guilt around masturbation. So I want to be able to be with someone who is open and will let me watch. <laughs> For my pleasure and for his, because I want to see him in that moment of his glory, so to say, and just watch. It's like an orchestra. It's like going to a concert or to an opera for me and watching the whole orchestration of it all, from the the adagio of him getting started to the crescendo of him coming to climax, and then you know the decrescendo of him coming down off of it. It's a beautiful thing for me. And I know people are out there being like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) It's the same thing for a woman. You know, we start out with that whole, you know, touch and, and, and feeling ourselves. And we don't just go to town and start, you know, slapping ourselves down there. We have to take it slow. And that's how it should be. It goes both ways. But I want you couples that are out there listening, I want you to connect on some form or level this whole coming month of May and and practice with each other. And some women who have issues with coming to an orgasm, honey, if you don't know what feels good to you, how in the actual hell do you expect him to know what feels good to you? Because guys... I'm sorry, guys. They don't know that there are three holes down there. <laughs> they don't know that the clit, clitoris is actually covered by the clitoral hood. They don't know that there's more to the clitoris than just little bit nubs, man's boat. They don't know that there's a G spot, an A spot, an O spot. Men don't even know that that space that they have down there right underneath the scrotum, that little spot down there that feels good when a woman touches it. Woman doesn't even know what's down there because that's like she sees the penis, she sees the, you know, the, the family jewels, and she doesn't go any further. She stops right there. And it's forbidden territory. But if you never touch that with the vibrator, then... You know. <laughs> yeah. A vibrator, their their fingers, their tongue, I mean, that will throw the guy off of the bed and be like, What in the actual hell did you just do? Do it again. Yep. You know, <laughs> yep. so I want every couple or even, you know, whether you're single or or not, I want you to explore your body and find what feels good to you. I want you to explore every bit of your nether regions and use toys and use your fingers and use whatever, you know, and, and, oh yeah, there's my G spot. Oh, oh yeah. There's my A spot. Oh, there's the O spot. Yeah. And, and, and that way you can explain to him when you are with someone or a new partner or a partner that you have, 
look, this is what I found the mother load right here. I found the honey hole. I found the sweet spot for you, baby. Let me tell you where it's at. Not an elevator button. (laughs) Yes. Let me tell you what's up and let me tell you how to get there. Mama done hit the jackpot. You know, and and that is going to open up so much more, such a deeper connection for you both. So, yes, it's Masturbation Month. I think everybody needs to do that to the pleasure, but also explore to what really feels good. And the same for guys. Women think they have a penis. They have some balls to go with it. What more can feel good? You know, that's all it is. Oh, but there's so much more because then we start talking prostate and sacred spot massage for them because that is a whole other other level of pleasure and bliss for them there's so much more for them too there's different you know parts there's different erogenous zones on the head of the penis on the head of the cock on the fourth the the uh, loved one the sparkler there's different erogenous zones on the actual shaft there's different ways to do things. I mean, and guys, you know, you explore yourself and find what works for you. Some guys are used to doing it fast and hard on themselves because, again, there's the shame and the guilt and I have to hurry up before she finds out. Or that's just how we are raised to think that we shouldn't be doing that. Slow it down. Slow your own strokes down. Or let her do it for you. Mutual masturbation can be oh so good. So I, I again I encourage everybody to explore this coming month. And um yeah. We are down to the last three minutes. Um I'm going to be doing along with Renee Savant, who is the author of What's Your Mom of the Bible and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. We are going to be doing um, Healing the Goddess Within, Sexual Fulfillment Through Sexual Healing. And uh, we're also going to be doing, and that's going to be a weekend workshop. You get to work with us, and there's, you know, you're getting to um, have your sexual healing, but also how to, be, how to heal that goddess and awaken her, bring her out so that you can be that goddess for your warrior and you know, maybe he's a wounded warrior and he's needing some sexual healing himself. And then we're going to be doing a weekend for the guys, how to heal your warrior so that you can be her healer. And it's going to be an amazing weekend. So you get to spend a weekend with myself and with Renee. You will have your um, sexual healing done either by her or by me, and we're going to show you how to hold space for her. It's going to be amazing. If you are interested, please message me at Monica Lee at frontporchsextalk.com, or if you're on my personal Facebook page, you can message me there, or you can find me on my fan page with Monica Lee. I've had a blast tonight with you, Jennifer. I think we were kind of all over the place, but ah, that's what's so amazing. <laughs> always fun. Always a good time. It's always a good time. Thank you so much. Um, for those of you that are out there, make sure you tune in next week. And we're talking Tantra. Renee will be with me. Renee Savant will be with me. And we are going to be opening up May <laughs> talking about Tantra and all of that yummy orgasmic energy that flows through us and how to awaken that kundalini. And then the following week will be again the girls week and after that the guys week and then the golden girls will be back. So you don't want to miss it. May is going to be amazing. So many things are happening with Front Porch Sex Talk. It blows my mind. So make sure if you haven't gone already to my website, go to com. Sign up for my newsletter so you can keep up with everything that is Monica Lee. You can also find me on Twitter, um, Monica Lee Rocks, and um, Instagram, Monica Lee underscore 73. And on Facebook, 
So, from my front porch to yours, I love you all, and thank you so much for being with me. Thank you, Jennifer. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.